to another episode of More Content Talk. That's the only show that cuts through the glam, the glitz, and all the bullshit to bring you the truthiest news that we can find. Well, if you listen to the show, you know that for the most part, I think I've been um, pretty soft on Democrats um, in this first year uh, post-Trump. There's a reason for that. It's because you can't really know anything definitively until about a year in. And so it's time to go ahead and um, stop, you know, babying the quote-unquote the freshman, the new kid on the block, even though Joe Biden is no new kid on the block. He was vice president. He was in the Senate. He's a big boy. He can handle it. Um, <clears throat> obviously, there will always be the occasional sycophantic fan who will bitch and moan about, well, you're being too hard. on, But, you know, sometimes you're hard on people because you want to see them do well. And one of the things that will um, immediately damn a leader to a uh, horrible presidency is the inability of his um, inner circle uh, or just the media to criticize that president and to hold him to task. And it's one of the reasons the media is known as the fourth branch in America is because that is the function that they really serve, or at least that they should. Now, of course, there are networks that don't serve that function, and I've been very critical of those networks in the past. But also, I'm equally as critical as jumping to conclusions. Uh, you know, the famed statement that uh, America was going to deteriorate in civil war um, after the you know January 6 riots has, of course, proven to be bupkis, and um, that's why I refrain from making predictions too soon. But what I can do is provide you with a historical perspective of how Donald Trump won. Because, you know, contrary to what people, certain political analysts may believe and may be preaching to you on the networks, it is not true that Republicans represent the working class or are drawing new members of the working class. In fact, the very reason um, Joe Biden won is that there is a very um, uh, vocal working class in America, and when they feel motivated to vote, when they feel as if there's hope for change, they vote. When they see two candidates sitting before them that look exactly the same and who do exactly the same things, this is when Democrats don't vote because there's no point to vote if they're not different. This was the big uh, motivator of 2020 is that you had these two entirely different policies warring with one another. One was offering a, a brand new um, experiment in American uh, politics. The other was offering a bunch of conspiracy theory tweets or, you know, bullshit on Fox News. So obviously people made the right choice. The problem, of course, is that if you fail to deliver on the promises that you make in America, people will react very, one of two ways. Either they will vote against you, which is actually far more rare, or they will just stay home and tell you to go fuck yourself. Remember that the margin that Barack Obama won by in 2012 was far slimmer than his margin of victory in 2008. 
This is, of course, because Obama did not deliver on the promises he had promised. Instead, what he gave were watered-down bills that left a lot of people out in the cold. This, thus far, has been the case with Joe Biden as well. And this will be his downfall, not necessarily in 2024, but of his legacy. And also, it could possibly screw the Democrats over in either 2024 or 2028. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter because the threat of the radical right is not going to go away in eight years, okay? Not without decisive victories. And you refuse to play hardball with these people for, for what? why I don't understand. Well, I do understand. I understand that Joe Biden is a corporate Democrat and he has his um, keepers that he has to answer to. And um, the problem, of course, is that when you're just owned by a certain amount of companies, well, only those certain amount of companies are standing in the way of the radical Republicans, which are far more organized than these stupid bullshit companies like Facebook, Netflix, Amazon. These idiots are not going to protect you from Merck. They're not going to protect you from Big Pharma. They're not a new wave of, you know, I've seen idiots making claims like Mark Zuckerberg is going to change the political landscape of the United States of America to liberal. No, he's not. He is not anything. There are companies that have been here far longer than his little rinky-dink, stupid, rooty-toot company for, for people dicking around on social media. Who keeps social media afloat? Who gives Mark Zuckerberg money? Oil companies, Chevron, defense contractors, Merck. They're all advertising on the internet. What do you think all those military ads come from telling you to join the military, huh? Don't you get it? Don't you get that these motherfuckers are just pawns too? They just happen to have the mo more money than you. But they're all being used by the oil companies. You see this watered-down, pussy-footing-around-the-issue bill that they come came up with? They cut everything out of it. Everything. There's nothing in that stupid bill anymore. Nothing that you're going to benefit from. Because you got cute and you wanted to come together at the table and all this bullshit. You got punked. That's what you got. You got your time wasted. You ain't getting shit. Also, you could get some votes from a guy, Joe Manchin, who he didn't even, he, he they don't even know if he, they have his vote yet. They're still just giving him everything. Well, take that out, take that out. You never stand up for yourself. How do the companies know what they're limited? They start to think that they can boss everyone around too. You see what you've done with your, with your weak, your weakness I told you from the beginning in this show, you have to hold your ground in politics. What do you think this is? You're just repeating the Obama presidency and that presidency, sorry to say it, sorry if this failed, you know, hurt your feelings, was a failure because what did that presidency produce? Donald Trump. That's what it did. But you're using the same tactics, the same techniques, all because you won in 2008 and 2012, and you think that that means success. In the long run, no. Obviously, the day you win, sure, you had a little mini success. You're not 
separating yourselves from the Republicans enough. After a while, it all becomes indistinguishable. Why is he not rolling back the tax cuts that Donald Trump put in? He ran on that. He's not doing it. Why? Why are uh, is Medicare not being expanded? He's not doing that either. They're, they're talking about paid leave. This is the Build Back Better plan. Build Back Simpler. That's what it is. They ain't building back shit. This is this is weak. This is some weak bullshit. And you gotta you gotta get teenagers excited about this? Eighteen year olds, nineteen year olds, twenty year olds? Nah. Nah. It's not gonna work. They're gonna tell you to go fuck yourself when the vote when the voting time comes around. You keep fucking around like that. And they will. They will fuck around like that. I can predict that they will continue to behave in this way because y'all don't really care. That's the reality. I'm specifically talking to my American audience. Y'all think that this is some kind of fucking game? Y'all want to go listen to Dave Chappelle tell jokes and shit? Y'all want to um, go riot uh, like a jackass because someone told you to get a vaccine? You ain't even concerned about your real rights, your actual rights. This is a completely uh, politically illiterate nation. Should be ashamed of itself. Putting a politician like Joe Biden in in the first place who we knew we already knew was going to do this. But you don't have to listen to me. Not just me, anyway. Why don't we take a listen to The Week? W-E-E-K, The Week. Not weak like the Democrats right now. This is by Ryan Cooper. It's called Joe Biden is already planning a failed presidency. America cannot afford a repeat of the failed Obama presidency. This was written August 19th, 2020, shortly after Joe Biden won the presidency. Or won the, shortly after Joe Biden won the primary. In 2008, after eight years of a George W. Bush administration that had done staggering damage to the United States and the world, a moderate Democrat ascended to the presidency. That's Barack Obama. He's actually called, referred to himself as a moderate conservative, by the way, and you should be very scared of that, promising that he would set things right. That president, of course, was Barack Obama. He did nothing of the sort. Instead, he tried to look forward as opposed to looking backwards. Whatever the hell. It's the dumbest thing. Like, you can't look backwards. Like what? Like, you're going to look out of the back of your eyes? You're always looking forward. Think about that. Every time you turn around, you're always looking forward. You can't look backwards. It's impossible. So what the fuck is he talking about? That's not a, an eloquent saying. That's just some bullshit to distract you. Oh, that sounds deep. Let me sit here and not think about the bill that he's writing. Yeah, that they're working on in Congress. To restore a bleary simulacrum of the pre-disaster status quo, Obama let severe problems uh, fester for eight years, let war crimes galore go unpunished, and help secure the nomination of his unpopular former Secretary of State, Hillary Clinton, as his successor. She lost to a game show clown. That's right. It doesn't, it, you know, <laughs> politics is not a popularity contest. You know that? It's not. Y you can't just 
um, elect your friends, right? Like you're trying to elect um, the president of, uh, I don't know, the school board or something. It's not that simple. These people run your lives. And then you put someone up there that people don't like in Hillary Clinton. I don't care if you like her or not. I don't mind her so much. She's fine, I guess. I don't know the exact reason why people loathe her so much. I know um, it's a very complex discussion, and I know it has a lot to do with her campaign donations, and I can't really um, blame people for being against her. Like I said, I'm indifferent because to me they're all the same because they always end up having the same donors anyway. And that's why I said the only thing, the only remedy to that would be to have no donations whatsoever. But of course, again, we have no action from anyone. We have weak, milquetoast politicians who do not act. They sit on their dust all day and do nothing and just make stupid grand speeches and then everyone claps like a goddamn seal or walrus or whatever, and then that's the end of it. Now Democrats have officially nominated Joe Biden, who served as a vice president under Obama after four years of catastrophe, just possibly even worse than what happened under Bush. Team Biden clearly expects to win, and they are already starting to walk back their campaign promises, just as happened under Obama. If this proves to be how a President Biden will govern, he is already assuring us of another failed presidency. So you see, it's really just a matter of time before this is a this is a big waste of time. Don't you get it? You can get it or not. I don't care. You can get mad at me all you want. I have to tell you the truth, though. All right, everyone. Um, I hope you have a phenomenal day, evening, afternoon, fiesta, siesta, downtime, chill time, lunchtime, party time, whatever it may be. And by the way, you can always support us on Anchor if you like. You can just hit the support button. We'd really appreciate it. And we also hope you share the show around to all your friends. That'd be really cool. To your friends, enemies, and frenemies. Thusly. Thusly. <laughs> all right. Uh, and remember, when life gets you down, you can always laugh at something else. Farewell, folks.